let's play a game. heard David say, Daddy! Alright, what'd you say? I said, I think I just heard David yelling for you. Oh, yeah. My wife claims she's going to Good luck. She inspires. I was like, yeah, you can go somewhere else if you want. She's like, no, it'll be fine. Please, please keep him calm. Yeah, we'll see. As yeah. best you can. I might be muting my phone here and there. Yeah, it's all good. And mine's uh, going th- through this thing where she just does not want to go to sleep at night. And it's slowly yeah. creeping into where she's like, she's asleep right now. Like, she wants to uh-huh. be up when daddy's up, you know. And uh, She loves daddy. Yeah, well, I uh, I don't get off work, you know, sometimes till 3, 4, or 5 in the morning. So Eeks. she's trying to stay up for me all the time and sleep all day. And we're trying to tell her that doesn't work with school, that they... Um, <laughs> You know, she in gonna, school yet? Not yet. Not she's that. she's gonna be going uh, in seven weeks, I think six seven wow. weeks. Wow, like man. So coming up pretty quick. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Getting big, yeah. So very very surreal, but yeah, I'm. It is what indeed one of those times where uh, I was uh, at work until very very late. So I'm, I'm tired. I didn't get much sleep. It's probably pretty evident to everyone. James and I were supposed to record at 11 a.m., but then uh, I didn't get off work till extremely late and attempted at first to just stay up because I figured, well, it'd be easier to stay up than not, but then I fell asleep, and mm-hmm. this is the result. So how have you been, man? Pretty good, man. I got a couple weeks left to school, so I'm just kind of... Yeah. Trying to land this plane, as I always call it, at the end of the school year. All the kids are going nuts. I'm just trying to keep us all together. Yeah. Um, then I got two weeks of summer school I'm going to teach, though, I've decided. Yeah, it's and extra money. It is extra money. And then and then baby's coming out June 28th. It's crazy, man. Pick the date and everything. That is crazy. So it's going to be a... Uh, it's gonna be a new adventure starting soon. Yeah, which I'm, I'm excited for. I I wish you all the luck in the world because I can't imagine having two kids um, of of that age. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't ex- totally planned. We didn't think we'd have them this close together, but it happened, and we're excited for it. Well, sure. Yeah, I mean, blessing and all that, but 
Whew, man, I, I don't envy uh, your nights coming up. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, well, I've, uh, I think last episode, I kind of alluded that, you know, and I, I think I've done it before where I was like, oh, I need to get back in the gym and stuff. Well, uh, I've always kind of embarrassed, you know, to get uh, to get back in the gym because I'm like, oh, man, I'm rocking a dad bod. I'm almost 40, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. I kind of did this thing, hey David, where um, instead of like going to the gym, I was like, you know, I've got all this downtime between trucks at work, and and if I just bring some uh, some weights and uh, some other things to work itself, maybe I can start working out on these down periods and stuff. So I brought some free weights I had to work and a jump rope, and uh, I set up like a little pull up bar and stuff and. That's been a good hitting, idea. Hitting it pretty hard, uh, pretty much the last uh, since the last we talked, like uh, almost literally like day after. And man, I you know I wish I had done this uh, years and years ago <clears throat> because it, it's just it's uh, everything you know I hadn't worked out regularly in years, and I, I would have assumed it would have took years to get it all back. But just within the last month, I've seen such a dramatic increase in. Uh, the way I look and feel, you know, and uh, the amount of exercises I'm doing, uh, weight and rep, rep wise and stuff, it's like I really need to be in a gym at this point. I can't uh, can't keep up in, in, at work with what I've got. But uh, yeah, it's uh, really, really doing a lot and I'm feeling good, looking good. Yeah, it's uh, amazing how fast it can just come back to you. Like yeah, you said I, four weeks maybe you could be back to where you know lifting at where you were. You know, pretty close. Like, yeah your prime but you know in uh, a good spot where you feel good about yourself yeah and uh start like i said starting to look good and stuff I, i'm looking a lot better in a, in a t-shirt and jeans than i than i have in years so yay so i've been doing that good uh, and what have you been playing anything else aside from our game of the month honestly uh and not to be too disappointing to people but i haven't been playing that much either um, really been preoccupied with uh, getting in shape and doing some other stuff. And yeah, I've kind of put gaming to the side a little bit. Um, I Legitimately, I don't think I've played anything the, the entirety of the month other than uh, some Zelda. Uh, All I, right. I do this thing that I've always done, but it seems like I've had a lot less time recently, maybe because, you know, I'm, I am trying to get in shape. I'm trying to jump rope, you know, so many minutes every day and, and uh, you know, do things like uh, yoga and stuff like that as well to supplement and get uh, mm-hmm. cardio and everything in. But Smart. Uh, man, I'm trying to be, I mean, but uh, I'm always like, I always feel like something is broken. <laughs> I'm an old man. Uh, like, oh, today my back's hurting so bad I can't do this. Or like yesterday, I had one leg that was like so freaking like I don't know, like tight and tense from doing uh, jump rope for. I think all I did was like ten minutes of jump rope. But uh, one of my legs felt like it was just absolutely gonna fall off, and I was like sure that I had injured myself really, really bad. And then I took a hot bath and went to sleep and woke up and it was fine. But that's um, good. Good, good, good. But in the interim, you know, yeah, it's like I'll blow an arm out or feel like it's blown out or my chest will hurt or whatever it is that day. And all I want to do is just sit and be incredibly still. And even the act of, and it sounds really lame, but even the act of like pressing buttons on stuff can like, 
Uh, I was going to say, the act of sitting incredibly still, man, that's perfect for video games. Uh, no, like if I'm sitting in bed and I'm trying to hold something in, in front of my face, you know, and my arms are killing me, it's like, nope, this isn't going to work. And you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. So, yeah, it's literally just like um, watching television in my free time or uh, doing nothing. Like, literally, just, well, I'm just right. going to lay in bed and. So, yeah, it's been a, been a wild, weird ride. Focus on you. I've actually uh, started this new, well, it's not really a diet, but um, I'm trying this intermittent fasting. Oh, yeah. I only eat between the hours of 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. Uh-uh. I'm doing it for three weeks now. I haven't been able to work out much just the last few weeks just because of it. Well, I'm actually, like, I'm not, like, focusing on working out, but I'm doing a lot of, like, house cleanup and yard cleanup. So I'm just kind of, mm. you know, burning extra calories that way, but I'm I've lost eight pounds in three weeks. So oh, wow. It's, uh, I don't know. I guess it's the same exact, like, eating style I had when I was in high school. I wouldn't eat breakfast. I'd have lunch. Then I'd, you know, go to football practice or baseball practice after school. Then come home, eat a bunch of food at, like, six. And then be done eating and go to sleep. So I'm kind of getting back to that routine. And, man, it's actually having some positive effects. And wow. once I start working out again, you know, more regularly, I think I'm going to have a lot of effects. Yeah, I'm doing the whole um, trying to eat protein every uh, every four hours, trying to keep up with about you know thirty grams of protein or something. I'm not I'm not trying to like back in the day when I was trying to put on a lot of muscle because coming up in high school I was you know six foot four plus and weighed you know 145 150 pounds, very skinny you know like very skinny dude. And uh, when I got to be a teenager, I was like, I'm done with this. I don't want to be, you know, a string bean all my life. So I started eating um, a high-protein diet where I was trying to get close to 40 grams of protein every four hours. And I kind of found this routine of I was always having, you know, uh, beef jerky and um, packets of tuna and... Uh, hard-boiled eggs and stuff I would always keep on me, protein shakes, of course, protein bars, of course, and stuff like that. And I'm starting to fall back into that <coughs> where, you know, I've been buying a lot of uh, hard-boiled eggs and tuna and stuff like that. So I, I'm sure I smell great, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to go as crazy as I used to where, like, I, I talked to a nutritionist back in the day. There's a friend of mine. He said that the body can uh, absorb about 40, 45 grams of protein per every um, four-hour period. Okay. And so I was trying to, every four hours or so, so about throughout the day, about six times a day, consume close to 40 grams of protein. That was back then. Now I'm just like, if I can get, you know, 70 to 120 grams of protein in any given day, then I'm doing pretty good. That's so good. I've been eating a lot of, like I said, a lot of pink salmon lately. I I bought a whole bunch of it at Walmart, and I'm completely tired of pink salmon. You know, I treat it like medicine. I just try and, like, swallow the pill. You know, I'm not eating to consume food. I'm just mm -hmm. trying to get, you know, a packet of that pink salmon. I think it's 15 or 20 grams of protein, and I just down one of those every couple hours. And... Like I said, eat a uh, bunch of hard-boiled eggs and garbage like that. Get a nice rotisserie chicken from grocery store. That's what sure. we've been doing about once a week, and pick it that for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Um, just a lot of meat in general. It's yeah, um, not the worst thing to be doing. So, uh, 
<clears throat> the other topic that uh, I mentioned it when we you said uh, asked me a few days ago, like would we have enough material to recover, record, uh, record a full episode? So I think we've got thirty minutes on this guy alone. Uh, you're a friend of mine. Yeah. <clears throat> What's going on with uh, Pro Jared, man? Well, let's introduce our show, the most the healthiest podcast, retro game <laughs> podcast on the air right now. Sure. Is it worth it? Yeah. Now let's get into video game stuff. Yeah. Is it worth <laughs> it? I'm Blaine J. Yeah, um, I'm James. Let's do this. You're James. And yeah, we talk about video games sometimes. Sometimes and health. Just, sometimes we just spend a whole episode talking about how I'm, we're old and I'm incredibly yeah. tired and trying to... Uh, fight the reaper as it were but yeah yes. there's uh there's another guy that does video game stuff much more popular than you and i uh, although he has lost we're, a... we're gaining on him we're gaining on him now <laughs> now <laughs> now he's, he's running backwards towards us and we're running forwards yeah. towards him um and i've met the guy a few times i think you have too i have i met him at comic-con got <laughs> yeah. a picture with him chatted with him for a couple of minutes me too yeah which is weird because we've both met pro jared but we haven't met each other so yeah Weird. That that's our Kevin Bacon, you know. Whenever we play that game, that's how we know each other through him. Sure, and yeah, he's one of these guys that is like he's kind of like the uh, Norm, the game historian. Where like if you see a con, he's probably or was he was probably going to be there. So yeah, it's not surprising that both you and I have seen him because he's in cons or was all over the United States, and he had a pretty popular channel uh, where you know I I did start to notice because I I had subbed him that he hadn't posted anything in nearly a year on uh, his main channel. He had another channel yes. called Pro, Pro Jared Plays, where he had considerably less viewers, mm-hmm. because he had like a million and a half viewers on his main channel. And then mm-hmm. uh, he only had like 300,000, 400,000 on Pro Jared Plays, where he would stream video games. In fact, he was yeah. in the middle of streaming Mega Man Legends, which is a, an incredible game and one of my absolute... Uh, my absolute favorites um so i've been watching that and like he even after this whole thing blew up he even streamed one last time it was like two days after everything dropped and i was like maybe he's just gonna treat this shit like nothing happened you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) just trying to ride the wave but uh i don't think he's gonna be able to do that um i don't know have you seen or looked up any of the photographs because they were all over Twitter. I didn't. I saw a bunch of memes about them, and I just kind of mm-hmm. chose to steer clear of uh, seeing his junk. Yeah, see, in any capacity. And if you don't know who Pro Jared is, listener, um, good on you. He's a he's a famous YouTuber. Uh, I say famous. He had like a million and a half subscribers. He's pretty big. He made it his living. He was going to all these cons. They're paying him money to fly everywhere and talk with people about gaming and so on. And he's also a collector, which, you know, I enjoyed because behind him in all his videos, he had all kinds of video games and some of them very rare and so on and so forth. I think I've talked on the podcast about the instance in which he and I were going to do some trading, but he, uh, he literally wanted to trade me for, uh, Ninja Gaiden Trilogy, and the game that I was looking to trade for was a full fifty dollars less than. The, and I was, I called him out on it. I said, uh, "This isn't a, this isn't a fair trade. I understand you want to make a profit, you being, you know, a quote unquote vendor uh, at this event, but you know, me giving you uh, the time, a hundred and fifty dollar game for a ninety dollar game, just straight across. I'm, I can't do that." And he wasn't, 
he wasn't having that, so we ended up not trading. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, long story short, the guy is 97 pounds wet, uh, looks a little bit like E.T., not a real attractive guy, but we forgive him, and he started yeah. using his fame to exploit fans by sending them pictures of himself, some often unsolicited, um, and asking for pictures in return, up to and including, and this is all uh, allegedly, as uh, Pat the NAS Puck would say, allegedly, um, mm -hmm. allegedly to two uh, transgender boys as well that were underage. And that's the killer for me, right there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But how it that all. Is how it all came out and it's weird is uh his wife of a few years now um came forward after pro jared posted a tweet that he and his wife were getting divorced and he hoped they could be amicable and he wished her all the you know best and all that kind of stuff <clears throat> well uh she came back almost immediately with a lot of you are writing me to say that he's posted about the divorce i can't read what he says because he's blocked me Mm -hmm. and uh, what's going on is uh, he cheated on me, and not only that, he cheated on me with a good friend of his, I believe. Uh, it's like friend's ex-wife or something. Yeah, like it was mm -hmm. one of the, wasn't it one of the game grumps or something? I can't, it was, Ooh, I don't know. It was yeah. one of, it was one of the, it's another YouTuber okay. um, that is he's friends with, and it's his wife, Holly something or other. I don't want to call yeah. her name specifically out, but um. And a lot of people were dogging him, you know, like, how could you do this with her? And yeah. It's a downgrade and all that. Well, this Holly chick, she's not bad looking either, you know. But the, the simple uh -huh. fact of the matter, matter is, yes, Pro Jared's wife was, like, very good looking, uh, very attractive, yeah. and a very nice person. I, I got to meet her, too. She hosted a cosplay event at one of the cons I went to. And yeah. gorgeous woman, just good personality, everything. And even then, my thought was, how did pro Jared land this girl? My thought was it was fame, you know, like, yeah. you know, whatever. And maybe it wasn't, you know, uh, sometimes you find things attractive in someone that, uh, other people don't see or whatever. And that's fine. But it was still like, wow, he's a lucky guy. Mm -hmm. And then he just throws it all away. You know, uh, the relationship he had yeah. with her and everything for this other chick. And it's like, okay, <clears throat> sometimes, that can happen too, you know, in the spur of a moment or whatever it is. But no, apparently this was multiple times over many months. And then when that came out, all these other people, like, I guess they were just waiting for, <laughs> waiting for a, a spark, you know, and they were like, hey, mm -hmm. <coughs> here it is. And they all just started coming forward and multiple people had proof <coughs> that he had sent these illicit images. Yeah. Uh, some, they were sharing their stories, their pictures. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not as though they were just saying crap. They had proof. You know, it was pretty undeniable. Some of these photos, I sent you one, James, of uh, <laughs> yeah, Pro Mr. Jared Burns. in the mirror alongside Mr. Burns, you know, being naked in the bathroom in the early episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> and they do have very similar body types. But they're, you know, I, full disclosure, I, I read the Reddit and I saw just about everything that got posted Mm. And you can't unsee this stuff. If I met Pro Jared now, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be able to see him in the eye. I yeah. mean, there, there was some raunchy stuff up to and including him, you know, spreading himself and putting himself right in the camera. And everything. I was like, what is? No, you know, but I've already, it's too late. I've already seen it. No going back. 
And that stuff was all over Twitter, too. So, you know, it's kind of like in-game spoilers, which I haven't seen yet, by the way. So don't spoil any more for me. But, you know, you just, you, in in my world anyway, with all the friends that I have on Twitter and Facebook that are in the video game community, I couldn't get away. You know, this stuff was all over Twitter. and all. So I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to read about the whole thing and went on the Reddit sub. And, yeah, there's everything for you. Literal everything. Well, Pro Jared, um, last night... Around like eight or nine o'clock my time, he he did post on his Twitter like a rebuttal to this whole thing, oh, kind wow. of explaining his side. Okay, um, and he said that like he and his wife like said they were going to have an open relationship, and he said that she's been with other guys, I've been with other girls. Where it came to a head, I guess, is where he developed feelings for this Holly chick, and he <laughs> told his wife about that, and she became enraged, and that's where this whole thing started, you know, and. I mean, yeah, who do you believe? You know, the, the truth's probably somewhere in the middle. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Maybe that does work for some people, you know, open relationships mm-hmm. or whatever. And, you know, if that's what was going on, that's fine. Of course, his wife didn't say anything about any kind no. of open relationship. And if I'm going to believe anyone in this situation, it's it's probably her. I mean, she seems more genuine and, and hurt by the whole thing mm-hmm. and wasn't trying to hide anything from what I could see. So, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to try them without a trial or whatever, but I mean, if the allegations of the, uh, underage stuff is true, the man deserves to be in jail. Yeah, no, that's, that's the kicker for me. Like, you know, mm-hmm. cheat on your wife, you know, get divorced. You know, if, if every time someone did that and I refused to watch them, like I couldn't watch pro sports or most movies because oh, yeah. all the celebrities are into that. Yeah. The, the posting of the nude pics and exchanging with people, that is too kind of weird. That's something that might turn me off also. But yeah. The underage stuff where it's like, okay, like I can't even be associated with you. If I don't want to Google you because, you know, who knows what, you know, I just don't want to be a part of that. So, right. yeah. I, I definitely unsubbed, um, you know, like I said, he was at a million and a half or so mm-hmm. people when this whole thing started. He's sitting at right about 800,000. Right well, now, now he has nothing. No, he has nothing now. Oh yeah. The normal boots dropped him. Yeah, I knew that. And I guess, and they, I guess they, I don't know if they owned all of his videos because if you if you YouTube Pro Jared, you can't find those old videos. You can't find his channel anymore. Huh? They were all up as of last night when I was on no YouTube. No way. Yeah. I was just looking for him now, and I was just um, <laughs> going to look at some of his videos. Wild. Hang on. Let me yeah, let me, I, let me look through again. I, I found his Pro Jared plays, but yeah. I can't find his exact channel. <laughs> Yeah, they were all. Su- I didn't try and play any of them, but they were all suggested to me uh, last night as I was looking through stuff. Every third video was a pro Jared video, like pro Jared Mister Quest, pro Jared highlight, all that kind of stuff. I did find it still here. You're right, eight hundred forty, eight hundred forty thousand viewers. Okay. So he's dropped uh, hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, yeah, just didn't come up right away. Okay, he's still there. I liked a lot of his videos too. Yeah, he, he was, was one of my favorites. He was one of mine as well. I really liked the way he presented things, and he didn't yeah. take himself seriously when he went to the end of the, end of the videos, and he gave something an actual rating instead of saying, you know, this was 6 out of 10. He'd say, uh-huh. like, this is 5, you know, whatever it is having to do with the game out of whatever, you know, and it wasn't yeah. a real rating at all. It was, you know, him just being a dude. Then he'd explain it, and it makes sense. Um, yeah. He was going through all the Final Fantasies, and I, I don't know where he stopped, 6 or 7, but I was, like, really anticipating the rest of those. Uh. really enjoying them. It, it's too bad, you know, and, you know, he says they had an open relationship. I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't care about any of that. I mean, 
that is concerning, but he needs to address the underage thing. Like, if he wants to, like, maintain any of these fans or maintain any type of career or, like, not go to jail, yeah, like, he needs to attack that part head on. Well, that's there's just, legalities there that's going to get him in trouble. That's just it, too. A lot of the people that are, are sub to him probably aren't regular, you know, watchers of his channel. Mm-hmm. They probably don't know about the scandal or <clears throat> they haven't even tuned into his channel for years because he's yeah. been around for 10 years and yeah when you've been that popular for so long a lot of the people that subbed you are no longer even on that particular youtube you know uh channel mm-hmm. like or, or check it very often or whatever so <clears throat> for him to lose that many people it was probably most of his active community i mean uh I can't imagine he's going to, you know, no con is going to want, you know, they pay you when you're a celebrity like that uh, to come out to these cons. That's why they do it. Um, and he made a career of it. You know, he didn't have a quote unquote real job. Um, he was just going to all these cons and making revenue off his channel through normal boots and so on and so forth. And it's like, it's pretty lucrative. You know, you can, you can make, you know, uh, hundreds of thousands if you're big enough. You know, I, I know a guy personally that, uh, is a pretty big YouTuber and he hasn't had to work in 10 years. Uh, it's getting harder now because, uh, monetizing videos on YouTube is very difficult. Um, do you know like how much money like you make or how how does that all I, I tried looking it up once and I didn't really get very far. Used to you well, back in the day, I don't know what it is now. Used to you can make uh, a lot more money. Um mm-hmm. it was like once you reached oh gosh, I can't remember how many an average of so many thousands of views. I think it may have been 10,000 views per or something. You started mm-hmm. making uh, a tiny percentage off of each view that you got. And when you're talking about literal million views, you might make $10,000 off of that video, you know, Oh wow! back in the day. I don't know what it is now. I know it's been cut down severely, but still, um, if you can make like $2,000 per video, I mean, angry video nerd throws one out every month plus his other stuff yeah the dude's probably you know he just all on his stuff he's probably making close to 100 grand a year now the guy i know um Uh was making close pretty close to half a million dollars a year Um, but it got cut down considerably and he's pretty transparent with uh with how much he makes on his videos and stuff but um okay and uh, on paper, if you look up his net worth, it, he the internet will tell you that he's worth eight hundred thousand dollars or something. But I know personally, he's not worth that much. It's just, um, mm. you know, they calculate in like a, approximate what is your YouTube channel worth? Because once you get that big, you can literally sell your channel to people, and yeah, they're just gonna uh, turn it into a you know, like advertisement for whatever it is, but you know, they might start advertising Burger King on that channel 24 seven and lose viewers every day. But because, um, because the channel has so many viewers, it, yeah, it's worth it to them to buy it in the short term, you know, and stuff like that. So, well, I know they had like, was the ad apocalypse they called it. Mm-hmm. That's You couldn't, you didn't just any random ad would play in front of your video. Now, like, advertisers had more rights on what videos they were associated with. Exactly. hurt some people and not others. Like if you were one of the biggest, then they wanted to advertise on your thing anyway. But then like there were certain ads, like 
let's say you're, um, I don't know, like uh, some feminine hygiene product or something, you're not going to want to pay money to be advertised in front of a show that is predominantly watched by males. Or or you don't want to be associated with a show that like is mature audiences only, they cuss a lot. Sure. You know, maybe yeah. even racist. So you want to be like Pepsi's in front of that. Like, yeah, that like the whole PewDiePie thing a couple years ago. Yeah. 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 Which he had a lot to say about Pro Jared. He ran him through the dirt. I was uh, like, oh my gosh, PewDiePie is on the like everybody and their dog made a video about yeah the fall of Pro Jared and yeah if you don't didn't know who he was it's probably not nearly as interesting but it's 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 uh, fun reading the comments also like <clears throat> in his Twitter oh, and yeah. whatnot people would just god vicious I'm like man virtually no one is standing up for him you know he uh, because it, but it's all about cheating on his wife still i'm like that is horrible i get it but it's the underage stuff that's where we all need to focus now and like yeah you know, is this for real well when two guys came forward about it and i read their stories and they were pretty um pretty convincing the one mm -hmm. and the two guys didn't know each other um the one guy said uh Pro Jared was trying to elicit photos from him and he sent some back and he told him uh, that he was uh, not attractive and that he should cons like n consider not being trans, I guess. And yeah, I guess. the other one said the opposite. He said he sent him some, some illicit photos back and forth and told him that he was beautiful. And when Ooh. they questioned this particular guy did he know how old you were at the time he's like yes i explicitly told him i was 16 before i sent the photos so yikes yikes uh, yeah if he had that's damning yeah if if either one of these guys actually had saved the transaction because they they did all these transactions through a special tumbler that um pro jared had set up just for sending uh, photos back and forth uh and i guess he would post all these photos of his 98 pound ass and stuff just a weird dude man i don't know just a weird dude <coughs> but yeah it's neither here nor there he's he's fallen off and it's sad to see a good content provider go but there's so many good ones out there that uh someone's just gonna take up that torch and run with it and unfortunately it did hurt the normal boots uh image as well uh normal boots uh used to have jontron as one of their um Mm -hmm. And and currently still have I believe unless things have changed uh, peanut butter gamer and I absolutely love peanut butter peanut butter gamer I watch him a lot he's hilarious mm -hmm. um, he's way bigger than Pro Jared ever thought of being you know he's got uh, close to two million subscribers at this point I think and uh, for for a lot of good reasons he's just a funnier guy and make, you know I like his videos a lot. Yeah. more and he's a lot more entertaining but um because he was associated with him now when you type in pro jared scandal or whatever peanut butter gamer also comes up and he's also lost sub count even though he, he didn't do anything to my knowledge you know so yeah sad sad yeah. stuff sad stuff other than that, uh, the only other stuff going on in news, not that we normally cover news, is just all political crap and the world is dying of, uh, you know, uh, weather, climate change. But, you know, let's not talk about that. We've got a game to talk about, James, for a little yes. bit at least. We must. Yeah. We must, we must. And I was, you know, I like I said, I hadn't picked it up in a minute because various reasons and i've i've diligently brought it to work with me every day and pretty much every time i turn it on uh 
I just I can't get past the, the area I'm at. I get frustrated. I turn it off. Um, I, I could probably. That is my story. That. that is exactly my story. This is a hard game. It, it can be. Uh, yeah. Were you stuck on a boss in particular? Or? You know, the first thing is I just not start with all the negatives about the game, but I, I get lost like so easily. I'm like wandering around, and then like I'll either you know go to a walkthrough or I'll figure it out. Then it like makes so much sense once I figure it out. But I just I I play this game for ten twelve hours. Yeah. And I am finishing like the third or fourth dungeon right now. Wow. And it's like I should be way further ahead than this, but I'm doing like side quests and I'm kind of getting lost and just wandering and exploring cuz the game I thought it was going to be like Link's Awakening, but and it is same, to an extent. I thought it was be the exact same map, like the exact same everything, oh, just no. kind of a different story, but this is a whole new world. So and then there's a whole subworld. Mm-hmm. So I've just been messing around, but the one the one that really killed me i had to like dig up a certain like star piece and that, i was stuck on that for like an hour and a half and then i found out like you just gotta just dig every piece of dirt you can in the sub world till you find it and i was like what kind of bullshit is right. this yeah well this was the first one i think it came out in 2001 that nintendo subcontracted to uh another company which was capcom mm-hmm. and Capcom at this time was going through their phase of not making entirely awesome shit. Like they went through this whole thing with the NES era. If it said Capcom on it, it was one of the best games for the system. Just almost period. They mm-hmm. basically nothing. I mean, like Destiny of an Emperor, I guess, uh, and that's still a great game if you like uh, tactics games and stuff. But uh, almost everything they made on the NES is great. All the Mega Man's and. Strider and all that kind of stuff. Uh, great games. <clears throat> all the Disney afternoon games like Darkwing Duck and Tailspin and uh, Chip Nails Rescue Rangers, DuckTales, those were all Capcom as well. Yeah. And then they went to the Super Nintendo and they were pretty much batting a thousand there too, uh, with a couple of ones not quite being as good, but you know, still very good. But then they got in the era of like the early PlayStation. Where they started uh, showing a little wear, you know, here and there with mm-hmm. games. And this is one of the ones where, like, I still feel this is an incredible game. It's a good <laughs> Zelda game. But it definitely, you know, they, they, they went a different way than your standard Zeldas at the time. And very little of this title has been adopted into other Zeldas outside of like the in ages there's the idea of time travel and that uh got picked up here and there although I think I think this is right at or after Ocarina where there was already some Ocarina was like 97 yeah I was gonna say okay so some maybe they just were coming off of that because I I, yeah. I played ages this go round <coughs> which has the whole gimmick in that is a time travel deal where at the beginning, the very beginning of the game, you meet up with this chick that is like the uh, chancellor of time and, and she gets abducted and you're, you know, you need to save her bad stuff kind of thing. And uh, throughout the game, you know, playing the game, you eventually find a harp that enables you to travel back in time at uh, certain time junctures or whatever. And you can go back into the history of the old town and the, you know, 
there are various things like a, a building will be destroyed, no longer be there in the present. You can go into the past and there will be. Uh, you can do things like plant trees in the past and then go back to the present and they'll be fully grown. And you can, uh, there'll be items on said tree or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. standard stuff like that. Now, how was it in Seasons? It's been a long time. The gimmick there, it's been a long time, but you can change between the four seasons. I remember that much. Change between the four seasons, and you need to do that because, like, you need to, like, walk across a lake, so you need it to be winter, so it's ice, Mm -hmm. or you need it to be, you know, spring where a plant is grown. Um, That's as far as I've gotten, actually. Um, So, yeah, it's it's similar in kind. Yeah, I remember. You just need to change the season to change the environment (laughs) so you can progress through the game. Yeah, there's like flowers that act like a trampoline or vines yes. that be growing. You can climb up them. And... Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or, or some stuff gets dried out, and some. And I think when, I don't know which summer, I guess, and then you can like move in different areas. Yeah, I remember in the and, fall, like leaves can cover holes. I remember that. Uh huh. Man, but and these games were released the same day. That's interesting yeah. to note. Yeah, kind of like I guess it's kind of like Pokemon Red and Blue, kind of like you know it's the same game but different. Yeah, they, they, and they have the same map for the most part, I, I want to say. <laughs> and they have the I same. I was wondering that. I think they do. Mm-hmm. I, I, have I a... bought Oracle of Ages while I, like halfway through this, or halfway through my playthrough. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to see this other game. I, I could, I looked on it, looked to find it on um, Amazon. It was a little pricey, but it is on the uh, 3DS Wii. That's no, not the Wii channel; it's the Nintendo channel, I guess, mm-hmm. for like six six bucks. Oh wow! Yeah. So I bought it. I might buy the. I might buy this one again on that, just because it's a nice upgraded version, more colors. Oh wow! Yeah. And yeah. it really does. It's a Game Boy Color game, but it really does look mm-hmm. stellar. I mean, yeah, it's a good looking game. Um, yeah, I was reading that they're designed to play together. That uh, you and a lot of you know, I watched some videos and stuff too to kind of supplement. <clears throat> and everyone was saying that if you don't play them together, it's, you're not playing the full game. That neither game really stands alone by itself to get the full experience. Mm-hmm. You have to play both. That's just not going to happen on my end. I, I don't think I have <laughs> enough time to sit yeah. through two. Really, it feels like a full Zelda to me. Um, <clears throat> slightly different, but much the same. I mean, it's your standard Zelda uh uh, formula where you know you start off and you have you can get a shield that can block certain blocks and then there are things that can steal that shield and then you upgrade yeah. it and you start off with a certain level sword and you upgrade it and you get different items to be able to traverse different things and beat whatever dungeon it is usually you find an item in a dungeon and that item specifically is used to destroy the boss that you fight in that dungeon um Pretty standard stuff. I don't really know. Like, if you've played a Zelda, there's not a lot on that end that changes um, the items that you find. I don't think there are any in this game that are overtly different from any other one outside of um, the Animal Pals, which I think we briefly mentioned in in the last episode. And those guys are used more... Um, that I don't think any of them are necessary. I think they're more of just like a "Hey, you can do this too" kind of thing. I think I needed I needed one of them to like jump over some holes. The uh, hmm. the kangaroo in my game. I'm not sure if there's a way I could have done it without yeah, there, him. There is, yeah. So there is. Okay, then. But I definitely that's how I jumped over a couple of holes and got to the underworld or subrosia, mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Um, 
so yeah, that's the only one I found so far. Well, uh, I've read about the other two. Depending on which one you find, you won't get the other two. Oh, that's how it works. <sighs> yeah. Oh man. So they'll they'll tell you, and I thought I mentioned it too. They'll tell yeah, you. I think you uh, did. Uh, not to get the kangaroo or the um, the bird. I think the bird can briefly let you fly. Um, uh-huh. And then there's uh, the third one's like a Zora, and the Zora can swim up waterfalls. And there's an area in one of the two games that you literally can't get to, and uh-huh. it's not mandatory. I think it's just for rings or something. But um, it's not. <clears throat> but you literally can't get to any other way, whereas everything else can be gotten to using other items in the game. <laughs> can you talk about that the uh, the ring system or the rings? Because I I've yeah. found rings and I just I don't know what I'm doing with them. Or if really I can I can briefly like from what I can tell um, because I have a save file on mine that's like from years and years ago, and mm-hmm. you you can hold as many rings as you want there's like something like a hundred or 200 or something in the game there's a lot and they all have different abilities that aid you in some way or another um some of them will make uh, rupees drop more frequently or you'll get double the amount of rupees some of them will double your attack power or make you take half damage or <clears throat> make you that's the one i need i need the half damage one. i'm getting my ass kicked yeah make you immune to certain effects or whatever like that make prices and shops lower you know all the standard stuff like that there's a ton of them um and you can hold uh, so many on you at any given time like you can see all of them i guess you're carrying them all but then you have a upgraded bags where you can carry even more i think i think it's up to seven at one time uh but i'm pretty sure you cannot um just put seven in a bag just anywhere i I think you have to be a certain place, like either within town or at the jeweler's house or something, because there there has to be a reason why you get these upgraded bags where you can carry more rings on you at any given time. I think you have to be at the damn jeweler's place or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then um, you can equip one of these rings, um, but only one at any given time. So, like, the, you don't get the option to, as far as I know, I was checking on my old save file. Uh, that makes sense. And I was like, okay, so I can carry seven, I think it was seven, it might have been five, anywhere I go. Um, and you I can look at out, huh? all the other ones, but you have to switch it out so I can't have, like, half damage and double power at the same time or whatever, you know, or gain double hearts, whatever. So, like, I guess you carry the seven that you want to be able to switch between um, and then, <clears throat> depending on the situation, change things, you know, like bomb, yeah. bombs deal double damage or your sword deals double damage or um, your whatever. I mean, you've got rings for everything imaginable up to and including, I, I mentioned before, there are rings that are exclusive if you play on uh, a GBA as opposed to a GB color. Uh, yeah, I found a, a whole store that was like, oh, you're playing on a GB color. Like, mm-hmm. here's a, a store specifically for that system. I was like, oh. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there, there are rings that are hidden just everywhere throughout the game. And, uh, you know, there's so many that uh, half of them, <clears throat> not just half, uh, 
most of them are completely useless or near enough too. it's like mm-hmm. I, I, i'm never going to use this or need this and they're just filler but it is interesting because it adds like a an almost a customization to link that he's never had in any other game uh not quite as robust as like the uh materia system or the spheres of final fantasy but it does enable you to uh change him up a lot more than say like the original Zelda, all you really had were things like, you know, the different uh, rings, I think it was, again, uh, to change how much damage you took. But once you got those, it was a permanent upgrade, and you never, you know, changed. Whereas this one, it's like, okay, now I can take half damage if I'm needing to do that, but what uh, what if I'm only trying to save up money for the next 10 minutes uh, it would boon me if I got double rupees or, you know, what if I really need a heart? I, I could equip this one that gives me double hearts or whatever like that. So it, it is, it's a nifty system and uh, it added to the game. Certainly it, it did feel a little tacked on, um, but, you know, uh, Capcom was trying something new and it, it worked for the most part. But other than that, all the items in the game are pretty much the same standard fare that you've seen forever. Outside of maybe the seeds, you do get a seed packet, which um, <clears throat> it's, it's different. But again, it's the same as opposed to having multiple items that um, do what the seeds do. You've got one seed packet and I think there are four seeds that you can collect in the game. Um one is like fire seeds and one is magic seeds. So instead of having like a, the fire cane and, the, you know, the magic powder, you've got these two seeds. And then the other two, I've completely forgot what they did. And it may even be different seeds for your game or maybe your game. Uh, they didn't have the seeds. I'm not sure. But um, that was part of the uh, growing trees. They had the running <clears throat> seed, the magic seed, the fire seed. Oh, there's another. There's four. Yeah, nah, I don't, I don't remember, remember what that. the fourth one does. But orange, they all effectively are just items that are in other games, but they all put them in one sack to save inventory because there's not a lot of inventory space on a Game Boy Color game. And so they kind of fit things together, um, you know, multifunction seed packets. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, other than that not much else to say there's like basically a hook shot but instead of because the gb um and the gba couldn't um animate the the full hook shot where you see the the line actually go out along with the shot it would just shoot a claw out grab onto whatever you were holding and then it would like go whoop and you would switch places with the claw and uh, it would disappear and then you would be wherever the claw was it was kind of like it it functionally worked the same but it looked a little weird to me i was like okay I, Mm -hmm. i guess that's the hook shot i think they called it something else entirely and then like there was a staff that can create blocks again like the staff of brina or whatever in uh, zelda 3 but <clears throat> pretty standard fare man a storyline that you just almost don't care about um, <laughs> like seriously i i think this might be the first one where uh, you don't explicitly have to save the princess at any given point. Um, Which was kind of refreshing. Yeah. For me, it was save the uh, Oracle of Time. For you, it was probably save the Oracle of Seasons. Yeah, there was some, like, band out there playing, and then, like, the whole band gets swept away, and all of them, like, have a piece of the puzzle. Hmm. you got to save them and bring it all together and for one epic rock concert at the very end, I'm guessing. Oh, sure. Play out the seasons and... 
the Rolling Stones show up, and it's probably a great get ending. I'll get to it soon, one of these days. Rolling Stones, still, still somehow together, still somehow all alive. <clears throat> yep, I'm impressed with them. And Green Day. Well, Green Day, I was a big yeah, Green sure. Day lover as a kid, and everyone was hated on them. Oh, yeah, no, I love Green Day. still here. But that's not nearly as impressive as the Stones. Come on, man. Well, those guys, they'll get there. They'll get there. Those guys were around in the 60s, you know, know, and they're still... But they were awesome. I mean, Green Day had their haters. Maybe no, the Stones sure. had their no, haters, No, I, I don't care for the Stones, personally. I, I've never really liked them. Outside of uh, Under My Thumb and Paint It Black, I don't really mm-hmm. like any of their... You know, Satisfaction's a terrible song. You know, Jumping Jack Flash, terrible song. I like it. Mick Jagger can't sing. The uh, the licks are terrible. I just, I've never liked them. But the point is, like, they're all still live somehow. They were being made fun of when I was a little kid. I remember them, you know, like, oh, God, the Stones are coming out with a new album. What are they? They're going to roll them out in wheelchairs and stuff. And here they are. They're still touring and stuff. And they're all in their yeah. 70s, all still live. Meanwhile, 99% of the bands from your and my era, you know, uh, the 90s, they're all dead. And specifically, yeah. the lead singers. We've lost uh, Cornell, of course, uh, Kurt Cobain, uh, Dolores from um, the Cranberries, uh, yeah. lead singer of Linkin Park, dead. Um who else? Well, one of the Beastie some, Boys is gone. Yeah, um, it's uh, one of our TLC girls is gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, almost every alternative rock band that was like popular, uh, the lead singer of Stone Temple Pilots, Scott Weiland, dead. Yeah. Um, like if you think of a alternative rock band, you know, lead singer of Sublime, dead. Um, the only ones that are still around are Green Day. Everyone is still alive in Green Day. I guess Gavin Rosdale is technically still alive, even if Bush isn't together. And uh, The Chili Peppers? Yeah, yeah, the Chili Peppers are still around. Now, they did start in the 80s, so I'm going to give yeah, them a pass. Yeah, you're right. But I almost all right. the 90s bands, and uh, Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan is still alive somehow, and I think they're getting back together. I think he's he mentioned that they were, or maybe they already have, and I just missed it, uh, actually the Pumpkins getting back together or something, which would be interesting. That'd be interesting, yeah. But, yeah, you know, but I, I always have to kind of laugh about it because I listen to Rock Station all day and we'll hear these old bands like The Stones or Rush or something. You're like, fucking every member uh-huh. is still alive. And these guys predate. They were old when I was listening to my shit, but all all the bands from our era, they, they should be in their 40s. And they're like, no, they're dead. They're just straight up. Yeah. It's like, what the hell, man? <laughs> and a lot of it's uh, self-inflicted, which is just sad, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, I depression's a, a terrible thing, but I, I wonder if it has to do with, like, the potency of drugs now as opposed to then or something, because it's just, it's an epic amount of them that, you know, they're not to say there weren't guys like Bon Scott that uh, ultimately uh, died because of overdosing or whatever, Janis Joplin, another example, but or Jimmy, but uh, there are those, but they're few and far between. It seems like almost everyone from our era died in some way at, at this point, and I'm just yeah. like, you know, who who am I going to go see when I'm in my 60s and I'm feeling nostalgic? I'll probably end up going to see the fucking Stones. They're going to be in their goddamn 90s. Yeah. Playing from wheelchairs. <laughs> Out there singing Satisfaction. Fucking Keith Richards is going to look like... Uh, he he already looks like a like he could walk on the set of The Walking Dead and no one would bat an eye. 
They yeah. just think he was another zombie. You know, the guy is as bad as he looks. He is uh, he's brilliant. He's actually of the stones. He's the one that is worth by far the most money because of uh, personal investments and stuff. He's just a really smart guy. But yeah, he, they're they're all still here. Friggin' Alice Cooper has looked like he should be dead for twenty years. He's still alive. Iggy Pop, who is just gross, is you know at this point he's still alive and he's still performing. And it's like even even old bastards like Rod Stewart are out there still singing. And uh, heart still touring. Yeah, sure. I heard they sound like way different, but oh god, they sound incredible though, man. I saw them perform. I think it was Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, something that it was like totally off the wall like no way Hart did that and they covered it at uh oh gosh i want to say it was obama's inauguration the second time wow um they performed or something and they performed a bunch of songs that weren't explicitly Hart songs and they just sounded incredible and looked great too the blonde chick from Hart is still very very attractive um just like she's how old and you're like my god no way you know she hmm. she must do pilates i don't know <laughs> <laughs> are you a weezer fan oh yeah yeah weezer's still around i forgot about them yeah they're still around they're doing great they're covering a lot of great songs yeah with weird owl too which is yeah awesome weird Al uh, yeah. played with them on uh africa the re the total remake uh-huh <clears throat> which i found a <laughs> the real toe tapper i found a uh version of africa where they put everything in alphabetical order and they cut up the video and for some reason it, it was hilarious uh i say i found it. i think maybe i think maybe nick posted it i i can't remember uh, in huh. discord but uh yeah it was, it was i think yeah i think he did i think he said uh this is a real uh, toe tapper for some reason made me laugh. And I was like, Oh, I love Africa. You know, I bought uh, mm -hmm. total five when I was a kid. Great fucking album. It's got that and Roxana and, um, that other big hit that I can't think of right now. But, um, Africa being my favorite Toto song and yeah they cut it up to where like it's all in alphabetical order and it's exactly what you would think they start out saying a a a Africa Africa and it just goes down the list and you're like well this isn't funny at all and then about the time they get around F or D you're just laughing you're like what the fuck is going on <laughs> and it just keeps going you know and <clears throat> oh man what a, what a silly-ass song that is, too, uh, singing about the rains down in Africa, you know. Yeah, man, it's catchy. Uh, it is, though. Yeah, th those guys could sing about just literally anything. They could take a phone book and put it to melody. They were so talented. Uh, I don't know whatever happened to them, you know. Um, uh -huh. But and it's always a good idea too uh, a lot of bands don't do this but it's smart to do queen did it toto did it where you have multiple singers within the band so that you can flawlessly go from you know baritone all the way up to soprano or beyond perhaps if if you need to and uh that's what these guys did they had two vocalists that were both incredible and between them their range was insane and then of course queen you had fred mercury who could already sing you know mm -hmm. uh, four octave range or something and then you yeah. had, on top of it you had like roger who could uh, falsetto sing all the way to the moon and uh brian Mai and the others all sing as well um yeah yeah anyway mm -hmm. there, there's another one died too young uh Fred Mercury. Freddie Mercury. I have to see that movie with him in Rhapsody. It's good. It, it does. I haven't seen it yet either. I've seen a lot of comparisons. Um, 
apparently they took a lot of liberties and yeah i've heard that too you know stuff which, the music's good and yeah the actor that played freddie mercury it's like man he, he did his re- homework and research yeah malik or whatever yeah yeah he looked pretty good he he was uh, i mentioned it last time too but he uh he was one of the main characters in uh the game i had played the horror game that i can't think of right now damn it but uh resident evil yeah it was resident evil no the other <laughs> <Yeah>. one um <laughs> Jeez, it has a real easy name too, and I'm just forgetting it now. Oh, well, Speak, speaking of video game movies, I just saw the most recent Tomb Raider. Oh yeah, it was a, it was pretty good. Oh okay, it, it's a lot like it's probably what Indiana Jones Four like should have been. Um, I started to get a, uh, a lot of they had used a lot of liberties from Indiana Jones with it. I felt, but there was a lot of action too. Um, yeah, not a bad movie. If you have HBO, it's streaming live right now. I have HBO currently because of Game of Thrones. I'm probably yeah. going to cancel it here as soon as Game of Thrones is over. I think they're worried about that with a lot of people. Yeah. Cause Game, yeah. Game of Thrones is the one killer app they had. And, yeah. you know, I, I didn't even keep it for that. We had it briefly, and I kind of got fed up with Game of Thrones a while back. Actually, I haven't seen the last four seasons or something. And Yeah. I, don't care it, to. It's, it's good, but this last season, I bought it just for this last season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm finally for the first time, like, watching it with the rest of the world. And I'm not overly impressed right now. And well, I guess they have a petition mm-hmm. right now to, like, redo the whole eighth season, which will never happen. But no, it's amazing that that many people have that kind of time to sign a petition to. Well, whatever. You'd, you'd have thought that Martin would have caught up to. The show, he had a lot of years to do it, and he did. He just didn't. I've also read that he has the last two books written, and he's just sitting on them for whatever. I reason. think you're right. I think he's waiting to see what the fans think of the show, and then like right now, the fans hate it, so he's gonna like change what he wants to change to make the fans love him, and maybe maybe not like the show as much. He's just a weird eccentric guy, and not doing too well health wise either. So no, he's not. So, you know, it might be another Jordan situation, but they'll just get Sanderson to come in and write the last few, and it'll be fine, yeah. I guess. Which I still haven't read the last few by Sanderson on the Wheel of Time. I just, uh-huh. it feels dirty. It, it feels like, almost like cheating. You know, it's like you've got this wife of like years and years, and you're trying to have a kid with her, and then she gets cancer, and she's like, oh, you can't have a kid with me, but hey, this, my good friend Gloria, you should hook up with her. And you're like, what? No, no, I'm not doing that. And it's like, no, I'm telling you, her stuff is primo. You're going to love it. No, I don't want to be with her. You know, (laughs) that's what it felt like to me. And it's it's been years and I still haven't read his stuff. And everyone's like, no, it's great. And I'm sure it is. It just feels like cheating. I can't do it. Um, Mm -hmm. Eventually, eventually I will. I got to I got to forget my my wife. No, (laughs) my back to pro Jared. No, come full circle. Yeah, full circle. (laughs) Cheating on your wife. Poor old pro Jared. Yeah. Oh, man. End of an era. So what's our next game? You know, I've been giving that some thought. Uh, I have a couple in mind, um, but if you've got something, I'm more than willing. No, to I want to go with I want to go with your recommendation. Okay, here's here's the two that we've been. Here's the deal. We've uh, in Discord. There have been some people that are overly vocal about certain things. Um. People have been overly vocal in general about Trails of Cold Steel, the first one. It's a RPG uh, just re-released on the PS4. Um, you and I both have it on the PS3. I know this because I sent you a copy. Um, okay. So we could do that. Big RPG. Um, there have been a lot of people talking lately 
about, um, and I don't own it yet, but I can go pick it up if you want to play it, about Yakuza 0 for PS4. Um, a lot of people talking about it, playing it. I guess it came out a couple years ago. Uh, Seton cites it as being like one of the best games of all time. Yeah, he's a longtime listener and a contributor on the Discord. He's probably the biggest contributor on Discord. Um, so we could do that. And then there's one other that I just cannot think of for the life of me that I was like, oh, or we could do this. And now I've lost it. But those two, for sure, um, I had in mind. Uh, outside of that, I got nothing. I... If I had to pick one, I don't know why, but this Yakuza Zero. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's published by Sega, I don't know. I've just been into I've been, a bunch of Sega stuff. Deal is, Go I've ahead. been I've been meaning to play a Yakuza game for years. I actually own like six of them. Mm. <laughs> I've never played one. <laughs> it's one of those things like, oh, you got to check out Yakuza. It plays a lot like Shinmu, only good. Which, if you've mm. ever played Shinmu, it's like. When it first came out, it, it looked incredible, and it was open world and stuff, but it's really like a life simulator. I mean, you, for God's sakes, you get a job as like a, a forklift operator, and you have to like do that every day at the same time for a while, and like just silly-ass shit like that. And apparently Yakuza's similar, but um, <coughs> uh, very different and very more mobster-oriented and cool. So, And it, apparently it's got an incredible fucking story. And Seton talked... Uh, Nick into playing it uh, recently, and I believe Clayton, our our friend from Australia, is also playing it. And Nick was like, "Oh my god, dude! If I had known it was this good, I'd have played it when it came out." And with him on top of Seton, just like every chance he gets, he's talking about how good the damn game is. I'm kind of wanting to get into the series. I've almost bought it multiple times at Walmart. The only thing that kept me from buying it. Last time was the only copies they had at my local Walmart were uh, greatest hits copy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like, I hate having those different colored discs. It's just an OCD thing. Yeah. And, and but I'll get over it for the show, and I'll either buy it there. I think it was fifteen bucks at Walmart, or digitally. I think it's less than twenty dollars at this point. Twenty bucks right now on Amazon. Nineteen dollars and forty seven. There you go. Well, let's Probably do that. Okay. Let's, let's do, do it. Yakuza Zero. For the next episode, and then uh, maybe that'll get us into the Yakuza series. Um, Yeah. And we'll, you know, maybe have something new that we can both uh, talk about and play. Um, But as far as Oracle Ages Seasons, we kind of went off on a tangent because there's not a whole lot to talk about that game. I think we gave it a pretty good due diligence as far as, you know, it's a Zelda game. There's not much story involved. It's all about gameplay, solving puzzles and stuff like that. This is a relatively simple one. It's yeah. not as good as Link's Awakening, but it's not as bad as some of the later uh, Zeldas. Like, uh, I would replay this uh, over, like, Skyward Sword or something. I would, too. And I it, there's a lot of Link's Awakening in it, and I felt like there was a lot of, like, the original Zelda in it. Yeah, there, there, there some, is. Some scenes, and not scenes, but some areas where, like, I had to do some stuff that, thank God I played the original, or I would probably be totally lost and right. to progress in, the, uh, in this game. But I, I like that. Yeah. I like that nostalgia factor in there for me. Yeah, a lot of callbacks. Good game, but is it worth the price that it commands? As far as physical copies go, I think they're both, if you want a nice box copy, I think they're both kind of over the moon at this point. There are two mm-hmm. variants that you can get. There's the original um, variants, which I have, that actually have uh, on the box uh, metallic raised lettering 
that looks real nice and, you know, changes color under a light kind of thing, look real cool. And then there's the subsequent re-releases for them uh, that are much more common that are just a matte, you know, flat color. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most people don't even aren't even aware of the variants. But if they are, they will sell the one that is metallic at a premium. Um, you're still going to look at either way about 50, 60 bucks for a complete copy of either one of these games. Usually, uh, sometimes you can find them for a lot cheaper. I think a loose copy is going to run you about 20 bucks if you don't care about the box. That's a pretty good deal. And then, like you said, you can get them on the, the eShop for like six bucks, I think. Yeah, five ninety nine. Yeah, and totally worth that. If you're a Zelda And they're beautiful. Fan, they're different. You know, they've been redone, yeah. so they're beautiful. <laughs> and so that's probably the way to go if you're not a collector like I am. And you just want I'm not to, sure if you can play both games, though. I wonder if you can, like, link them somehow and link it to the other. There must be a way. But I, I think there is, because in addition to um, being able to link them via link cable, there's also a extensive password system. So you could actually just get a password and input that. Oh, OK. Well, there so, you go. Yeah, so I think you you should be able to use the you know incredibly antiquated password system and be able to link them that way through the 3DS. I would think. I would think that would work. Yeah, possibly. But yeah, uh, so yeah, totally worth it. Um, especially yes. if you're going to the digital area. If you're looking for a box copy, you know, maybe fifty, sixty bucks is a little high at this point. But a lot of the Zelda stuff, especially mm-hmm. the the box stuff that had the cardboard boxes have just gone through the roof the past couple of years. Um, hell, man, a, a first edition box Zelda 1, you know, the the original release, uh, sold for like $1,200 through an auction site recently. And it wasn't, it wasn't even sealed. Oh, and man. I was listening to Collector's Quest, and uh, one of the guys on there was talking about he couldn't believe it went for that much. And he was like, fuck it, I'm going to look it up on eBay if I have to spend hundreds of dollars to get one, I will. And then he thought, well, first I'll check my copies. And he checked his copies. He had two box copies and they were both first editions. He was like, what the hell? And they're not rare at all. So it's one of those things where like sometimes stuff goes to an auction site and they go for infinitely more than what they're worth on eBay. And there's just like, I guess they have a different clientele. They have people that just have, Someone hyping them up. I mean, something's going that on. Too. I mean, but just their clientele is people that that have more money than cents, and they yeah. don't they don't know what stuff is worth, and they hear first edition, and they're just getting into the hobby, and they're like, "Oh fuck, I'll I'll bid whatever," you know, just to get yeah. it, not knowing that it's an incredibly common version of the game. Uh, yeah. It's the same auction site that sold that Super Mario Brothers first edition with the pull tab on the back for a hundred grand earlier this year. And then all of a sudden, everyone thought that boxed Super Mario Brothers were worth hundred grand. It's like, no. No, it was very specifically this one that was in the test run in the New York area in 1985 mm-hmm. when they first released the Nintendo here. Uh, they only released it in a very small area, and the only complete copy that's known to exist was from this hoarder that bought it but didn't play it. And it was just in his garage for the last 30 years, and they found it, and it's, you know, it's pristine, and it's differentiated from the others because it has some kind of tab or UPC code variant or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess that's worth $100,000. It isn't to me. That's just silly that as fuck. That little sticker is worth that much money, yeah. Just dumb as hell. And a lot of times on these things, not to go on off a tangent before we sign out, but, like, there's a... 
a sonic variant for the United States that's on the master system that the only difference be- between it and the Brazilian variant is a sticker over the UPC code or that's what is thought. But there's mm-hmm. several collectors that are like, no, I've had this game since I was a child. Here's my copy. It doesn't have that sticker on it. And I never pulled it off or anything. This is just how it is. So there's a lot of argument like that. That sticker may have only been in one region or whatever. And that other copies are just normal. But the difference between a stickered copy and a non-stickered copy are several hundred dollars. It's Mm -hmm. like you're literally paying hundreds of dollars for a sticker and nothing else is different about the game. And we're not even sure that that means that it came from here and not Brazil. Because there's a lot of controversy over one or the other. You know, and things like... People will say uh, the Flintstones at Dinosaur Peak, oh, it's worth so much because it was a blockbuster exclusive. Well, no, it wasn't. We've proven that multiple times over, and yet people will still say, oh, it was a blockbuster exclusive. Mm-hmm. Things like that. You know, it's like uh, these stories you told, and they're just wrong, but whatever. You know, people, again, people that aren't like super integrated into the hobby, they they hear something one time, and then it gets repeated by a major news outlet or whatever, and then it just becomes truth. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, not to, like I said, not to go on off a tangent, but yeah. So that's that's been is it worth it? The workout talk about skinny guys that cheat on their wives and hit on underage people allegedly podcast and music and, and, music. and music talking about old old guys dying. Yeah, ah, jeez. We do it all. Yeah, we do it all, man. Yeah, I used to be in a band. Maybe I'm going to go next. Yeah. I hope not. I was never popular, so probably not. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> right. uh, check us out on Discord. Check out our friends um, Nick and uh, Brent over at the RPG show. They haven't put out anything in a couple weeks at this point, <clears throat> and it's largely due to just all the the crap that's been thrown at both guys poor guys uh are having a lot of life changes hopefully they'll get in the swing of things soon and uh, mm-hmm. we share a discord with them so uh if you want to see me daily and james once a month or so uh mm-hmm. check out the discord on there you can find it by going to their website uh the rpg show um uh, the RPG show podcast specifically they'll have a link uh don't go to the rpg show that's a uh Wigs. Wigs. Yeah. The real pretty girls. Very strange. But anyway, RPG yeah. show podcast. Um, a lot of nice ladies, though. I've yeah. Talked to them, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I've talked to them a lot, and they're great. Oh, yeah. You can check us out at uh, retroRPG.net. Um, they have a Discord for. Uh, that show and ours there as well. It's not as active, but uh, it's there. And uh, get on there and say some stuff. <clears throat> Every now and then, we we talk with Derek and Don through that. Um, they're supposed to be putting out a new show soon too, and in you know life. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's about it. So yeah. Until then, keep it retro. Keep it retro. See you later. Later, James. Bye.